Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk. The government has introduced a new tax incentive to lure designers and developers in the digital gaming sector to Ireland. It's called Section 481A and it allows companies to get 32% off their annual expenses back from taxpayers. The industry is already worth €240 million Euros annually, but that includes consumers buying games and not just developers. But there are major reasons why the take-up has been so slow, and they include making company directors personally liable if something goes wrong. Paul Mee is a tax partner with Mazar, based in Galway, and joins me now. Good morning, Paul. Morning, Joe. How are you? Can you tell me more about Section 481A? Yeah, it, it's... Um a relief that has been uh, requested for a number of years by the industry to try and generate uh, digital games uh, development in Ireland. So uh, when it was uh, introduced uh, a, a couple of years ago, um, it required um, EU approval and the commencement order came through in November. Of State 20- aid approval. Yeah. W- which it, it got. Yeah, it got it in November of 2022. So uh, it's widely welcomed. It's, it's a great relief and uh, it has huge potential. Um, and including 32% back. Yes. Yes. So if a digital games company, say, spends a million euro on eligible expenditure, which is basically money spent in Ireland on Irish individuals or Irish companies, mm-hmm. it gets back 320,000 as a corporation tax refund. Which so is it's not, a very valuable which, relief. Which is not bad. Mm. Uh, but just to be clear that if um, if those workers aren't working from Ireland, they won't count. No, you, you could have on that uh, um, a game that um, cost a million, you could have 500,000 spent outside the country and 500,000 spent in the country. But the 500,000 spent in Ireland is what you can claim credit But it does on. include salaries. Mm. Yeah. Uh, now, um, uh, I mentioned already uh, that there is an issue that uh, you think there's a slow take up for, for two very clear reasons. Yeah, um, as I said, it it is a very welcome relief, but like in all things when they're announced and and, and teased out, you have to go and talk to clients about them. So we have spoken to clients about the possibility of setting up digital game centres in Ireland and a couple of issues have been referenced by those clients. So the first one is that, as you rightly alluded to, um, there is a personal liability for the directors and shareholders for the digital games tax credit. Now, can you explain that? It basically means that the individual investors hoping to design video games will be personally on the hook, potentially their house online, if something goes wrong. Yeah, that uh, million euro game, uh, which generated 320,000, the liability for that clawback could fall on the um, shareholders and directors, which is uh, unprecedented except in one other area, which is the film tax credit. That's the only place that is also replicated. But it was replicated there for a very, very particular reason, which is that you can claim the film tax credit in advance of the expenditure being incurred. Mm-hmm. So you you go to the revenue commissioners before you spend any money on the production and fill in your application form, do what you're supposed to do, quite a lengthy process, but you will get that 320000 in advance of spending any money on the production. So it's not unreasonable in those circumstances to say to an Irish film producer, well, look, if you're getting 320000 in advance of it spending any money, we want some additional security, and that additional security is the recourse. To protect, to protect Irish taxpayers. Exactly. But the digital gains tax credit works differently. You cannot get the tax credit in advance. You have to spend the money and at the end of the accounting period, you're then entitled to go and claim the uh, the tax credit, which is exactly the same as the research and development tax credit, which, which works on the same basis. For the research and development tax credit, you have to spend the money and then you can make your reclaim. But in the research and development tax credit, there is no personal recourse. 
to okay. the shareholders uh, or directors. And you told me something fascinating off air that 80% of games that start production or start with a genesis of idea don't make it. Great. It, it's just industry practice. Um, in the uh, digital games tax credit, um, the legislation requires that games are completed in order for you to be able to secure, secure the tax credit, which again is a replicating what's in the film um, tax credit legislation. Uh, and in the film tax credit legislation, that's fine because it's very rare that a film is actually uh, abandoned. When um, production work starts on a film, everybody has reached financial closing. The money is there. It's guaranteed. And for films, there's also what's known as a completion bond, which is an insurance policy, which means that if something happens and the, and the production stops, the um, bonder has to come in and finish off the film. So... In the film tax credit legislation, there's a requirement that films are actually completed. But digital games are just different. It's just the industry that you have a pitch made, you might do some initial work, spend some money, and then realise, not sure that game's going to work. You might reach the first trial version of the game, and um, audience reaction might be very, very poor, and you might decide to abandon it. It's possible a competitor could introduce a game that's very, very similar, and you might decide, is it worth us investing the extra money to finish it off and you might say it isn't so it means then that um, your your spend in your digital game centre which is sort of where I think we should be going on this Mm -hmm. that only a part of it may actually qualify for the digital games tax credit so in essence the problem was that some of the um, stuff that was in the section 41 legislation was copied over Now, you, I presume, are taking your concerns to the Minister of Finance. And how come that this legislation passed through without kind of tips from guys like you? Well, I I suppose uh, we hadn't been talking to clients until we had the, we knew the commencement order was just about around the corner. And then we approached clients and were talking to them and explaining the relief. And the clients we were talking to would be the type of people who would be setting up digital game centres in Ireland, which is where I think the majority of the employment is going to be generated from. Mm-hmm. But in answer to your question, yeah, we, 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 we're, over the last few weeks, we've been putting together a submission which was sent into the Minister. OK, well, best of luck with that submission, Paul. Um, and we want to see more digital gaming designers coming here. So best of luck with that. That's Paul Mee, a tax partner with Mazar based in Galway. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk.